Stall It with Darren and Joe, a Go Loud original podcast, proudly sponsored by Five Lamps. The beer from Ah Here. Five Lamps is the locally brewed, great tasting beer. Try a local in your local. Get the facts, be drink aware. Visit drinkaware.ie. Yeah, just stall it, look. I like to come and stall it. I'm not really in the mood. Well, come on and bleed and stall it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for a crack. We're gonna have a laugh. How are you doing? I hope you're keeping well. Welcome to Stall It, episode 97. How are you? You alright? You tired or something? No. No, that's all I have to say. I'm just telling them that this is the start of the podcast. Do you want to tell them that Starlet is sponsored by The Five Lamps? I was getting there. I was just oh, sorry. All right, though. Okay, yeah. Starlet is a Go Loud original podcast proudly sponsored by Five Lamps. The beer from Ah Here. Get in and get yourself a pint of Five Lamps, will you? I was in the car the other day. Yeah? And I was sitting there and it was moving as it does. And this truck came up beside us. And I had a big advertisement on the side of it, on an LED screen, saying, The Five Lamps, beer from our hair. Promotion. But he was driving around. Yeah. On, with an LED screen on the back of the lorry. It's class. I was like, they sponsored the podcast. I'm heading for a drink after this with one of my mates, and he listens to the podcast, and he said that he never had a Five Lamps before, so... Really? This will be his first time having a Five Lamps. Well, it was a favour, though. What? When you sit down before you order, or just... Before you take a sup, I got you. You do this anyway. You know what I mean. But yeah. you have to educate them. Uh, just visit drinkaware.ie to know all about responsible drinking. Oh yes. I'm actually from Port Marnock. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that new movie um, Tetris? No. Did you mean the game? No. <laughs> it's about the game. <laughs> it's a movie about the game. It's about like the history of Tetris and how Tetris came about and the conflict. Like getting the rights to the game and stuff and there was like ownership with the Russians and the Americans thought they owned it and they didn't and it's it's mad. But your man, Taron Egrington or something like that, what's that, the guy out of Kingsman? Oh yeah, Aaron Tegament or something? Yeah, I don't know, Aaron, I know he's... Uh, the young fella. The young lad. Yeah, the young fella. Yeah. Kingsman. He plays the lead in it, but uh, I was saying to Owen during the week about the film and um, did you have a look into it? Yeah, I had a, a bit of a look into the history of Tetris. It's very interesting. It actually is, isn't it? Yeah. The listeners love this. I love it. I know nothing about it. Do you know where Tetris came from? Um, Originally, where the very first... Russia. Uh, Soviet Union. Yeah. Soviet Union, yeah. yeah. It was our Moscow-born software engineer, Alexei Payitnov. Yep. So, in 1985, he was working at the Soviet Academy of Sciences. And when he was a kid, he used to play a thing called pentominoes which is like you try and fit different shapes yeah. into... Like a physical Tetris. Yeah. Like in real life? Like yeah, with, like with blocks. Like fucking Jenga or something. So while he was working there just in his spare time, he remembered playing this as a kid and he thought, wouldn't that be fun as a computer game? So he decided to go off and try and make the computer game version. And then using obviously pretty basic technology, he went about working on it. Took him a couple of weeks. The first versions of it, like there was no levels or scoring system but he just knew from playing it like just on his own that this was going to be very popular the pieces in Tetris are called Tetrominoes are they? did you know that? I thought they were called Tetrises 
Uh, the name Tetris <laughs> comes from the Greek word tetra, which is four. Earth. So it's the number of squares in each of the game, fallen blocks. They each have four squares in them. So four, tetra, and tennis, because you like tennis. So tetris. Oh. So that's where it came from. Russia. That's where we started off. And that's where the film starts off as well. He knew he had something good in his hands here. He wanted to share it with the world. But the Academy of Sciences in Soviet Union, they weren't particularly happy because they were saying, well, this isn't the work you're supposed to be doing. Like, when were you doing this? Slacking off. And copyright in the Soviet Union at the time was that everything developed by anyone working for somewhere like the Academy of Sciences that belonged to the Soviet Union. So he didn't own it. So he transferred the rights of the game to the Academy. They didn't have to pay him, but they gave him something. I don't think it was a whole lot. And he was chuffed. And then he asked one of his supervisors, who was one of the few people he knew who actually, I think, had contacts with anyone outside the Soviet Union. He asked him if he could just spread it to the world because he didn't want, like he wasn't expecting money. He just wanted people to get a hold of it Mm. just to play it. And so this fella, Victor Bryabrin, he sent a copy of Tetris to a games publisher in Hungary. And from there, they started making pirate copies of it. Yeah. And it just organically spread all over the place. On a floppy disk. Floppy disks, yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, Yeah. literally on floppy disks. That's crazy, isn't it? That it could go viral on a floppy disk. Yeah, it's mad. And then, chap called Robert Stein, who was an international software salesman, he saw the game's commercial potential. Yeah. And obviously said to himself, I could just make this into something like I think so yeah he got on to the inventor Payitnov he sent him a fax and Payitnov or whoever he was working with the academy they've sent back a fax in oh yeah no that that sounds good like if you want to start selling it other places apparently they didn't really realise that basically their reply kind of almost worked like a contract yeah 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 so he just like faxed them and uh, yeah it was just like back and forward with faxes so this guy that he's talking about now would have took that as face value that they, they told him yeah go ahead fuck oh okay okay so they said you make over it do what you want sell it in America or sell it here or there whatever then Robert Stein he sells the European rights to a publisher called Mirrorsoft remember that name alright and he sells it to another company in America called Spectrum Holobyte £3,000 he sells the rights for and then he goes back to our lads in the Soviet Union and the like the Soviet Union central organisation for the importation and exportation of computer software. It's like everything is centrally controlled. <laughs> like you can't deal with them as individuals mm-hmm. at all. And he starts negotiating with them and he offers them 75% of the revenue. Mm-hmm. Who, Robert Steen? Yeah. Offered the, the lads in Russia or the Soviet Union itself, I guess, which would have been getting the money. 75%. And did they say, no, nah, it's grand keeper? <laughs> the reason he went to uh, Russia was because they were they were making the Game Boy. Oh, I didn't know that. Did you not know that? No. Is that there? That guy, uh, what's his name? Stein Richard, is it? Robert. 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 So your man Robert um, was brought into a meeting with Nintendo. They were making the Game Boy and they showed him it and he was like amazed by it and stuff like that. And uh, they were like, we want to distribute these. These are coming out soon and we want to load it with one game free in the pack. Like, I can't remember what the game was, but it wasn't Tetris. And he was like, Tetris will be great in that. Like, His plan was like, I want Tetris as the first game on the Game Boy. And uh, he went to the Soviet Union and tried to get the rights to Tetris as a handheld, handheld game. 
Do you get me? Yeah, to like buy them off. Buy them off under the, the academy. Under the term of handheld. Okay. Handheld game. Not like... Maybe what he, where he was at, he did probably go there before this Game Boy thing for a different reason, for other rights. But I just remember that part in the movie was like, uh, he wanted Tetris on the Game Boy and wanted the rights to the handheld Tetris. Robert Stein takes it off and he signs this contract with them where he can use it for on different platforms. But in the contract, it expressly says you can't use it in handheld or arcade games. Arcade, yeah. 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 So that ends up being a whole big tangled mess between people are trying to get the rights to the game but interestingly remember I told you the company Mirrorsoft who we sold it to first owned by Robert Maxwell the coffee fella no the billionaire former newspaper owner he mm. father of Ghislaine Maxwell oh yeah oh yeah 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 fame yeah. yeah so he wanted a piece of the pie didn't he he had a piece of the pie yeah yeah but they were all kind of battling it out for the handheld rights because they knew the Game Boy was going to be massive mm, yeah to the point that like they were yeah they were visiting Russia and tried to meet with Gorbachev and, and they were all like stuff. like one your man that you're talking about the billionaire guy is in one room and then there's another chap involved as well some small fellow with glasses who's he <laughs> did you come across that yeah yeah he's, there's, he's there's people with their names <laughs> yeah there's loads of yeah. people in the mix trying to get the rights for this yeah, it's a two-hour film. We're not going to explain the whole thing here. Well, I want to know what happened. I do genuinely want to... So who got it? So he had them all in different rooms in the same building. The, the man who won in the end was a chap called Hank Rogers. Yeah, Hank Rogers is the Hank main Rogers. character in the film. Yeah, he was the winner in the end. So he's the main character in the film played by Taron Egerton. I think that's his name. Hopefully it is. <laughs> and he won the rights with Nintendo. With Nintendo. And Atari, Atari. wanted it. Everyone wanted a piece of Tetris. Do you want to hear some more interesting Tetris facts? I do. Good. So, the most ported game of all time. So, that's the game converted for use on the most different devices or platforms. Sold more than 520 million copies worldwide and been downloaded over 615 million times on mobile devices. Pretty popular. Pac-Man. Tetris. Tetris. Oh, Tetris. Shit. Oh, I thought there was a question. <laughs> Want some facts on Tetris? Yeah. <laughs> Pac-Man. <laughs> He done a me- he's had to do a May on it <laughs> the reason Tetris is so addictive is because of a thing called the Zygarnik effect oh I know all about that yeah same thing happened with me with um, that jungle run game so the the human brain stores incomplete tasks and just gets rid of them when you don't need to think about it anymore but Tetris by constantly creating yeah. new unfinished tasks your brain is like, I can't stop focusing on this. Who's That's the fellow that won the rights with Nintendo? Hank Rogers. Hank went to Russia to eventually meet the guy who made it. Like, And they were sitting down in his apartment. And like, he was like, do you mind if I play? I really want to play the original. Like, And he puts the disc in. He's saying, like, do you not think it'd be good if like you got the shape right that they disappear and the blocks would go down to the bottom because originally it was just like all blocks to the top like oh okay so it was only for okay. him in his apartment like saying blah 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 and he like literally just reworked the code on it there and then like and just made it that they disappear and he's like I like that that's mad isn't it yeah but maybe that's just because to make the film a little bit better but yeah, oh, Matt, yeah the original fella that made it ended up moving to the states with the guy that won the rights to it and they both have been working together ever since like on Tetris and expand it to 3D and this and that and blah blah blah. A bit more Tetris trivia here, right? So some Tetris trivia. The theme song is an instrumental arrangement of a Russian folk tune called Korobeniki. There was a dance version of the theme song in 1992 that reached number seven in the Irish charts. It was made by Andrew Lloyd Webber. 
I could see that, yeah. And have you ever heard of the Tetris effect? I'm about to. So basically, in Harvard, they did a study, a lot of people playing a lot of Tetris. And they said 60% of people who played it for a few hours each night would then report falling asleep seeing Tetris pieces. And sometimes, even when they were waking up, they'd be seeing Tetris pieces. And as they went yeah. around the world in their day-to-day life, they'd look at things and, see and almost see them as Tetris pieces and wonder, would that fit in there? And would that fit in there? Like it just yeah, yeah, yeah. has this effect on the way they look at everything. It's like when you look at a light and then close your eyes and look over there, you just see that. Like When you're packing the car up to go on a holiday and you're trying to fit all the pieces of luggage in, that's like the Tetris effect. Yeah. And you're like, oh, if there's a perfect hole there, you just want to fill it with something square. You're just like, yeah. get that in there. I was never like mad into Tetris, to be honest. I think it was like before our time, like that was popular, obviously. I had on and the Sega. We, we had fun. I had a lot on the Sega. We had like Crash and everything. Like, why would you go to Tetris? Like, Oh, that was after. I used to play the Space Invaders game and everything like the... Where they good so I only have like two years on me. <laughs> I know, but for some reason, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, do you know what? Crash was out, but I think like my cousins had Crash, yeah, and I didn't yeah. get the PlayStation one until after they were kind of finished with it. So mm. I was always behind. I feel like I like, was yeah. born in nineteen eighty seven or nineteen eighty six or something. I got a Sega Mega Drive second hand off a family friend who obviously just got the PS one. <laughs> what a treat, though! The Sega Mega Drive was, was and great. I, I remember one game in particular: Terminator versus RoboCop. <laughs> what a mix fantastic what a collaboration fantastic yeah is that if or Tetris no no so researchers in the UK and Sweden found that if you played Tetris for 20 minutes after uh, the example they used was a car accident it could help prevent the formation of painful intrusive memories oh that would follow the trauma so it Just would stop your yeah I think it would stop your brain functioning at the time when it would develop all those painful memories interesting which also brings me on to the next bit that Tetris basically can have very very positive effects on anxiety levels and mental wellness because it's so repetitive and immersive that it puts you almost in a trance like state you don't have a chance to think about anything else mm. that's very very soothing I'm getting a game boy <laughs> but you could say that for any game really well you know any kind of I think it's because game. It's so repetitive because if you think of, say, another game, you have to, let's take GTA, for mm. example. Like, you're always kind of, you're in that world and you're trying to think, which way will I go here? Will I go, will I turn right or left? And how will I deal with this next problem? Mm. Whereas Tetris, it's just the rolling screen forever. It's the same problem, it just gets faster and trickier. What's the highest score on Tetris of all time? 2.94 million is the answer. Does that mean it to you? It doesn't mean it to me. Like, what's your high score on Tetris? I don't know. I was just wondering what the high score was. I don't even know how the score works, but I just wanted to know the <laughs> just number. Just tell me a number. <laughs> oh, wow. What? That's a really high, like. <laughs> That's so a high. really big number. It's <laughs> fucking class. Who was that? <laughs> you can go on YouTube and watch, like, the world record-breaking Tetris matches. It's interesting that you say that about the anxiety levels, because I feel like when it speeds up, when it gets to the higher levels, it just gives me fucking anxiety. Yeah. You know, when you can't... It can, does get uh, a bit stressful, doesn't it? Yeah, it's very stressful. It's nice at the start, maybe midway through. And it's like, slow down. I wonder, could you set it to just go at like, a gentle, steady pace? I'd say it could, yeah. Mm. yeah. It's like when you're going for a massage. Yeah, just, take, just take it easy on me. Easy, firm or difficult. <laughs> uh, difficult place, just that. Box in the back of you. <laughs> Dropping elbows. Tombstone pole drivers all over the fucking 
gaff on the PS VR headset there's a game that I paid for and downloaded ooh you paid for something I know <laughs> uh, but it's a kayak game and you're just sitting in the ocean and you can pick your setting it sharp? could be the Antarctic there's little fish like you look down there's fish you pick them up and go Eah! you can put the stick in you can hit them with it and they just swim away like it's like really really fucking immersive and it's like being there and there's no objective to the game like you're just, just paddling like, around and it's so fucking nice actually being on a swivel chair like this would actually add to it I feel like getting a little swivel chair now but it's so immersive and so relaxing and you can do the Antarctica level and you can choose night time or daytime. and if you choose night time then you can see the northern lights and everything it's insane it's insane but just a game that's relaxing Mm. You don't really get that with like just normal games on the telly. Yeah, is there a relaxing game that you just put on to just kind of go? <sighs> Definitely not FIFA. No, that's stressful. That's controller through the wall stuff. Yeah. It's always a challenge. Like all them games are always a challenge. What's farming similar? You're just driving around the tractor. Is there an objective to that shit? Sims. <laughs> Maybe The Sims is kind of relaxing. Maybe The Sims is a bit relaxing, yeah. I don't know. What do you reckon is the most popular computer game of all time? Of all time? Pac-Man. No, no. Let me have a guess. Let me have a guess. Can I narrow it down? It can include sales on a mobile device. That's. Can I say Fortnite? Uh, no, it is not Fortnite. I mean, you can say Fortnite. Is it Farmville? No. Sims? No. Is it a game that, can that you get, you on, can your get phone? on mobile, you can get on PlayStation, you can get on Xbox? Yes. Is it a franchise or is it just one game? Like Minecraft. It's Minecraft. You can get that on your phone? I didn't know you could get that on your phone. I've never played that. I don't even know what it is. Honestly, I don't know what the objective is. You build shit. It's nope. Lego. Yep. Yeah. Oh, now we sound like fucking idiots, don't we? None of us know what Minecraft is. <laughs> I know what it is. Nah, I, I don't know what it is. I know, the, I know the name. I've heard of it, but I don't know what it does. What's that do? That, the Minecraft thing. You build stuff. And what? So? <laughs> 238 million. Well, I thought it would have been more. Yeah, I thought it would have been more. I feel like Crash Bandicoot has more. Well, obviously, it doesn't. If Minecraft is the most popular one of all time. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, well, that's a game that didn't hold up million. well. 238 million, easy, yeah. Easy. 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 Would you think... The whole franchise, like... What was more popular, Crash Bandicoot or Michael Jackson's Thriller album? What would you think was more popular? Uh, Crash, Michael Jackson's uh, Thriller album. Yeah, sure, why not? And Crash Bandicoot. Up there. They, they, they were neck. both number one. <laughs> neck and neck. neck. For six whole weeks. It was between like, Crash Bandicoot. sold 70 million. So you think Crash Bandicoot <laughs> sold four times as many copies as Thriller? Yeah. How many did Thriller sell? 70 million. It's pretty low. Low? Much did Adele sell? You two seem to have a real interesting concept of how big or small a million is. Just keep thinking <laughs> how many people are in the world and yeah. then like 60 million is quite small. Yeah. 70 million. That's like if every person. Or 70. The UK and Ireland bought that's a just, That's fucking small. That's small. That is. Every that does feel person, small. Including children. These are worldwide sales, though. Like we're talking about China and India and shit. Like these have billions of people in them, and he's only had to sell in seventy million what copies. Sort of numbers would, imp- would impress you. Uh, like a billion. Oh, fuck off. No, not a billion. Uh, maybe like seventy-five million. Oh, okay. Yeah. Second most <laughs> most popular computer game of all time. Pac-Man. No. Tomb Raider. No. Grand Theft Auto Grand 5. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto 5. Shit. 180 million. It's low. That is low. Copies. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant euros or something. Well, like downloads. Downloads as well. And, and copies. copies. They're all counted, yeah. 180 million. That is low. Yeah. Like 180 million. Yeah. But there's like 300 million people in USA, yeah? Yes. And then you take Europe and China. And you're only talking about 180 million. How many people do you know? In general? Yeah. Oh, we don't know. They say you Maybe. can only ever be, have a... One, oh, right, Darren, how many people do you know? <laughs> Maybe like a hundred people. Okay, how many of those uh, people own a copy of Grand Theft Auto V? 
Uh, probably n- n- 10. Probably ten. I don't even own it. <laughs> but I did at one point. I obviously did at one point. Yeah. Does it like the number drop as soon as someone doesn't own it anymore? Yeah. When they trade it in. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like seven. It was like three billion, and then people were just trading it in. It went down to one hundred eighty million. Third most popular game is Tetris at one hundred million. Fourth most popular is Wii Sports, eighty three million. What about where does the eye toy fall on that list? <laughs> what about Parappa the Rapper? <laughs> I thought no, wash the windows with a bit of soap and water <laughs> in the sitting room with a camera spying on you on top of your telly oh. remember that yeah that was fucking ridiculous I tried in my whole fucking drawer for that I used to go into Smith's and you know the way you'd play the free the yeah. free. you'd be there wiping the bleeding window like a dope <laughs> now, now you'd go around on a fucking canoe oh. looking at the bleeding moon <laughs> looking at the northern lights my God, you'll never have to leave your house. There's another game that you can get. It's like a casino, Poker Stars. You can't play for money, but it's like you're walking around a casino and you can sit down at a table and there's other people there as well. And you're just chatting you to them. It? And Yeah. Do you like it? It's just, well, I'd like it if you played for real money. You play Texas Hold'em, but it's like playing Facebook Texas Hold'em and yeah. you're playing for bleeding made-up pretend money. Mm. What's the point? By yeah. the way, Thriller is the highest selling album of all time. Just Is it? Is it? So you're, you're deeply unimpressed with 70 million. <laughs> and it's he, never yeah, gonna I be really am, like... Yeah. This whole time I'm thinking like My world has say, been shattered When they say like Oh Record sales Through the roof And it's like What's Lewis Capaldi getting then? <laughs> like Two million If even like Four hundred thousand Yeah lucky to get you You'd be doing really well yeah, If you got two million like one of your videos Online I don't know What would be, what would be a good number If you saw it You got that many likes Thirty thousand I've never got that Yeah I was going to say That would be a good <laughs> I did I did know An average number like That yeah. you'd see Kind yeah. of consistently Maybe like 4,000. But you're still unimpressed by 70 million. Like 4,000 is, that's impressive, I would think. I'm me. <laughs> in Michael Jackson. Uh, me. <laughs> uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, two very different people. <laughs> it's the same number though. I don't know, I think, I think it is kind of shockingly, or not shockingly, but like surprisingly low. 170 million. CDs, no, downloads. 70. No, not 70. 70 million. Triller? Yeah. <laughs> ah, stop. He, would tell, he thought 170 was low and then he realised it's 70 million. Fucking hell. I just love the way two years. I feel like... I am really shocked by what I have to say. Like, and genuinely, I wouldn't agree with him. But like, How many albums do you reckon Boys Are sold? Ah, 10. <laughs> 10 CDs. <laughs> the in back the, of a car. In the music box in Fingless. <laughs> 20 million. 20, that's, I feel like that's high for Boyzone yeah that's impressive 20 million and Michael Jackson only done 50 million more than that and that's the fucking <laughs> roof like Michael Jackson that was one album oh overall you're talking about Boyzone overall yeah how, how many does Michael Jackson have overall then how many albums did he have about 10 including albums and singles 1 billion now that's a number that's, I can, a, that's a number that's a number that's a quarter of the world yeah that's really impressive what about you too Who's the highest all-time grossing over the whole band? band rare? You two, 175 million. Of all time? Mm-hmm. That's low. That's really low. Of all their albums and CDs and singles. They're and more albums. popular than that. The Joshua Tree sold 25 million copies. And who are they? That's, that's you, you, you two. The Joshua Tree? <laughs> Not the way you two. <laughs> the album Joshua Tree. Cool. <laughs> Any other numbers you'd like? Do you want to know the highest selling arcade games of all time? I'm going to be disappointed though. 
guess which ones they are first anyway surely Pac-Man Pac-Man is number one yeah. the highest seller Grand Theft Auto obviously Pac-Man is the highest grossing it's not oh, the, the ones, one that sold the most amount so the of ones TV. that made the most money most money was Pac-Man it made six billion dollars in what it's first year in all, of oh, all time till now till now uh, few people in Dr. Quirky still playing it Space Invaders is number two. Um, my game love it then Street Fighter then other Pac-Man games so Mrs. Pac-Man, Pac-Man. No. Street Fighter is number five Mario is six Donkey Kong is seven Asteroids is eight Virtua Fighter is nine and at number ten Golden Tee Golf oh <laughs> wow into the car park <laughs> I knew you'd like that one on <laughs> is that what it says uh, Bart Simpson when oh. he robs the game and he plays it Lee Carvalho's pudding challenge <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> do you want to know what else <laughs> I'd love if you just maybe it's not even music related but if you like asked us what we think the numbers of something was like, I don't know we guess numbers of things like can, movies grossing anything movies. I can pick any number okay you'll just do that and then we can how many fish are there in the world uh, Jesus this is great stuff <laughs> I, I, I like all this now how can you say how many fishes in the world if like one of them just dies as you say it like, or like a hundred of them die when you just say 10 billion I, I'm not going to ask you for a specific figure you give me within the billion I'm giving you the points here I'd say there's a hundred times definitely more fish than humans yeah, there's more, yeah of course yeah. Like a lot more yeah. can I say that again there's more fish than humans for sure yeah, because there is, and the earth is like ninety percent water. Yeah, ninety is it ninety? Ninety percent now. It's a huge percentage. It is eighty percent water. Am I thinking of humans? Humans are eighty percent water. I'd say it's sixty percent, seventy-one percent. I was closer. Right, I'd say for every <laughs> how human, many how many fish are in the world? Yeah, for for every human in the world, I'd say there's a hundred fish. So it's like yeah. 5 billion humans on earth. So I'm going to go with 50 billion fish. I'm going to go with 100 billion. 100 billion? Yeah. You are both. It's in the trillions. 3.5 trillion, oh which is 3,500 billion. That freaks me out. <laughs> that really freaks me out that there's that many fish in the world. Mm-hmm. And there's some big fish. The Megalodon. <laughs> Tuna's massive. Did you ever see a Tuna. Only a little small thing in the can, John West. <laughs> <laughs> John West out there with a fishing net. <laughs> John it West. Is, no, it's massive. It's like a shark. A tune is like a shark. The megalodon. The fucking tuna don. How many languages are there in the world? Oh, easily two. <laughs> yes, uh, 20? 22? Come on, give me a serious answer. A serious answer? How many languages there is in the world? Uh, <laughs> 60. Is that your answer? Yeah. I'd say... 60. It'd be less, wouldn't it? Two in this country alone. Right. Uh, 352. It's better. You're miles off, but it's better. 635. It's still miles off, but it's a lot better. Up. Oh, way up. Is it? Yeah. I was going to say 250 as a genuine answer. 2,640. 6,500, apparently. Languages. Name all of them. No. <laughs> I have all day. What the fuck? That's mad. I don't think... How? How? Does not he, is that that many countries? Is that take, That's probably taking into account dialects and stuff, is it? I don't know. It's the same fucking language. How many words are there in the English language? Wow. Well, if you look at the dictionary... That's exactly where we're looking. How many words is in the English language? Yep. 4,000 pages. I'd say 100 pages. 40... I'd say 
400,000. I'd say 1.2 million. Somewhere between 700 and 600,000. Oh, I wasn't too far off. I wasn't either. Do you know what language has the most words? Um, you don't. And I wouldn't blame you for not knowing. It's Korean. Okay. Mm. Portuguese is third. How many grains of sand is there on planet Earth? Can we guess that? Without you telling us, actually? Yeah. Three trillion. What's after trillions? The number that's just come up here, I've never seen this number before. Oh, well, then yeah. I was thinking it would be just off the scale. Like, Is it a Google or something? A Google is a number. No. Can you say it and write it in in words? Yeah. Can we guess how many zeros precedes the first number? 18. Yeah. Is it 18? Uh, maybe 19. Uh, more, maybe not. <laughs> so what's that? What is that like number? 7 quintillion 500 quadrillion. Jesus Christ. Fucking hell. So much sand. Some of it is in my turtle tank. And there's more stars in the universe than there is grains of sand on Earth. No. Yeah. No, I refuse to believe that. There you go. Is that really? Yeah. And we're supposed Is there more planets? Well, every every star has yeah. planets. So <laughs> Wait, that's me checking out now. <laughs> I think they found the biggest explosion in the universe a couple of weeks ago, or maybe this week. And they measured how far away it was, and it was like eight billion light years away. So if you could travel at the speed of a light for eight billion years, you'd get to where the explosion was. How the fuck did they see that? How did they see it? With a really powerful telescope. And they say there's no aliens. And if, if we can see it, does that mean it happened eight billion years ago? Yeah, they did. You're right. The largest cosmic explosion on record, 10 times brighter than any known exploding star, which is a supernova. And it's gone on for three years. What the fuck? What do you mean it's going on for three years? This explosion, explosion has been happening has for happened, three years. Like it's just continuously happening for three years. <laughs> Still exploding out like... It must have been a massive fucking star that probably collided into another star and just went... Whoa! And it's been going on for three years. That's That insane. could start a new civilization In like a couple of billion years, but yeah. That the particles off the star just go onto a planet that we don't know about. And then there's just like another podcast... Yeah. A couple of podcasts. There's a go loud, but it's called like Be Bab Joe Loud. <laughs> How many dogs are in the world? Ah, brilliant. <laughs> uh, hopefully a trillion. <laughs> but I'm gonna say less than people. I'd say that. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I'm gonna say. Right. I'd say only half. I'd say two. I'd say two point five yeah, billion. I'd, I'd say three billion. Nine hundred million. Oh my god, that's Fucking that's hell. that's low. Everything's low to you. That makes it seem possible that you can rub them all. You could, yeah, I feel like technically you could rub every dog in the world. Like 900 million, you could get through that before you die. You should make that your objective to rub every dog, but just like have a long line of dog owners just walking past your house and you're just rubbing them. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to break a world record here. I think my maths is correct here, but if you had 900 million dogs and you rubbed each one for one second, so say Joe is in charge of getting the dogs to fingerless and one body. All of them. How are they getting here? <laughs> fucking, I've, an arc. I've done the sum. Do you want to guess how long that would take you in years? Well, uh, to rub every dog. I think it's nine hundred million seconds. Uh, Six seconds. Fucking ninety years or something. No, not quite. Ten years. Twenty-eight and a half. So it can be done. What have you done? Is super fast. Like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> A few dogs. You have two hands, yeah. so you can rub two rub, dogs rub, at rub, the same rub, time. And it's just like rub, 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 rub. Yeah. We'll do two. It's a, yeah, fourteen years. You just got back fourteen years of your life. What if you use your feet? Does that count as rubbing a dog? <laughs> you could use every part of your body that moves. Like, yeah. By a joint. But does that, that count as a rub? Like, is that? I think a rub has. Whoosh. To, 
I sometimes, sometimes I rub me rub uh, Frank with me foot in bed. <laughs> You, you went up an octave. You went up an octave because you're like, oh, sometimes I am. Yeah. <laughs> it's so oh. excited about the dog tag. Ah, I fucking love them. Uh. <laughs> I want to retire with loads of dogs in me gaff. Would you like more than one dog? Honestly, genuine question. Genuinely, I'd like three dogs. Would you? Yeah, three or four. Lovely, blatant, brilliant. Same dog. <laughs> Same dogs or different dogs? Ah, different breeds, yeah. Different breeds. Lovely. Brilliant. I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I like that one. What else is that? What was the highest selling VHS of all time? Back to the Future. Nope. Uh, Jurassic Park. That was the fifth highest selling. E.T.? E.T. No. Think about this. VHS. Yeah. When we talking like probably... 80s. Late 80s, early mm. 90s. Toy Story? Ooh. Toy Story is ninth highest or eighth highest. Terminator 2 Judgment Day. No. No. That's you probably VHS for the kids, Joe. That's kind of like a kid. Video. Well, yeah. Uh, Snow White. Apocalypse scene. That's third. 28 oh. million Snow White videos. Dumbo. Wizard of Oz. The Lion King. Ah, ah fuck. Yeah. I was only Makes watching sense. it the other day. So keep that in mind now. So that's the kind of time period you're looking at for. Can I ask you a question? Is there any value? This is probably a question for Google. I, we're not doing that thing where I look up how much your old shit is worth. Yeah, but please, just... <laughs> is there any value in old VHS tapes? No. But like, with the covers, like all Disney movies from your childhood, from the early 90s. We've done this so many times. Not this though. I We've done it for different things. The, like the value of your granddad's coins. Yeah, but it's interesting. I know you just don't know how to Google it. You need to get that out of your attic. Bring it in here. They're worth something, man. I'm telling you, I'm holding on to them. I have the original Lion King and all. Sail a walk. Sail a walk. Sail a walk. I'd love that. Some uh, ladyboard books there, if you want one. (laughs) So you can't Google that for me now? I won't Google. I can, I won't. Still real quick. What do you reckon the highest selling DVD of all time is? Uh, it'd have to be like a Blu-ray, something like Transformers. No, no. The Dark Knight as opposed to Blu-ray. Oh, okay. uh, the Dark Knight. Nope, that's the fourth. Oh, one. can I guess Frozen? No, see, I say Frozen's a bit late for DVD. Find a Nemo. Yeah, is it Find a Nemo? Yeah. Is it by a country mile? Thirty-eight million. I think when you're thinking Second of these things, you always have to think uh, animation, kids' films, kids' yeah, films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cars. What the kind of adult boys a DVD? Like? You know, when you go to like a uh, holiday house and. No one lives in it, but like the owner stocks it up with old DVDs and they still have the DVDs there now. It's kind of like a time capsule. It's like this place was caught in 2001. Yeah. <laughs> Frozen was the highest Blu-ray seller. No way. Do you ever see that film? Frozen? Yeah. i never seen it. Shy. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I know. They have done it for really a few fun, years yeah. on that with them songs and all. It was very popular. The girls, the, well, kids in general, mostly girls, loved it. The Return of Jafar. What about it? with this? Yeah. That's like the... Straight to video sequel of Aladdin. Yeah, I kind of remember that. In uh, today's money. In today's money. Today's money. With inflation since it came out. It came out in 94. How much do you think that made? This is a straight to video sequel with, I'm pretty sure, none of the original cast. Oh, no. Iago was probably the same. Yeah. He was um, pretty desperate. How much <laughs> did it make? Yeah. In sales? Yeah. 50 million? Yeah, they said same. 631 million. What the Why? fuck? It's his biggest thriller. <laughs> why though? I have no idea why. They were very expensive videos, videos yeah. How much were they like? Oh, I'd be looking at 20 quid. In pounds? Yeah, about 20 pounds. Really like. 20 like? Jeez. Which is about 20, 30 quid. Spoiled, rotten. Oh, you, boy, do you have loads of videos? I've got a whole black bag of them oh in the attic. Yeah. 
Oh, my auntie walked in a video shop, so she probably got a discount. Aladdin and the King of Thieves. Is this a trequel? Yeah. How much do you think they made off Aladdin, the King of Thieves? Going off the last surprise, I'm going to just say 800 million. No, not quite, but 444 million. They made a billion off direct-to-video sequels. Wow, Aladdin. Wow. And he had a TV show. Do you remember the Aladdin TV show? Yeah. And the game, Aladdin game. My God, Aladdin. Do you remember, I don't uh, it's underrated because it's highly rated. But how come we haven't talked about Buzz Lightyear yet? Toy Story. I feel like that made a lot of money. And then they had the spin-off, like the Star Command, I think. Remember that animation? You know, you su- kid? I think Super Mario Brothers is the highest grossing film of all time. I think it's 1.2 billion now or something, 1.3. It's incredible. Animation film anyway. I think film in of general. Of all time. Yeah, of all time. Super Mario Bros. Yeah, the new one, not the 90s terrifying weird one. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking creepy film. Oh, it's Avatar. It's Avatar, isn't yeah. it? Still. Oh, but like, I, in its opening weekend. So, I don't I know. There's some, some, so yeah, something maybe. about it. There's something about it. Maybe. It's already made 1.2 billion. A whole new world. What a stupid amount of money. Some Branson pickle, please, Mum. Mother dear. So, excuse me, Miss Miss Parson. Have some Branson pickle, please. Oh, yeah. What'd you get up to this week? Forget what I got up to this week. Listen to me. I want to say something to you. Oh, shit. I like it. Had a bowl of ramen there with you. He did. And producer Owen came for a bowl of ramen with us. He did. First time on? Yes. What do you think? Delicious. It's a mad old thing. Big. You never finish it. You got bored halfway through. I was like, oh, this is, I was like, this is kind of repetitive. You weren't even full. You were just bored. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about pizza. You know what I mean? It's kind of the same thing. So with ramen, it's just a big bowl of noodles and then loads of other shit thrown in. It's kind of like a, a stew of sorts. I can't have take right to the boiled egg bit that's in it. It's just a boiled egg. There for breakfast. That's <laughs> true. What do you think of the seaweed in it? There's a little sheet of seaweed that you get on the side of it. It's like eating paper. It is like eating paper. That isn't tastes it? like fresh cod. <laughs> no, it's like eating paper. eating paper. It's, it's, it's like eating paper that tastes like the Liffey. <laughs> Real salty. <laughs> That's where he got it from. You were just in the Liffey before before he cooked it. It's just like mould off the Liffey walls. Get down onto the steps there, will you, and grab us a bit of seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to jump in the Liffey after this and have a look for some more of that seaweed from your ramen. That's what the water looks like in the ramen as well. Just bleeding liffy water. But if you went back to the first episode of this podcast, which I highly recommend if you if you haven't, go back to the first episode. You never even had... What is it? You, you are ramen. very uncultured when it came yeah. to your food. What was one of the ones where it was like, you've never fucking tried that? Well, a burrito. That was fucking shite here. Oh, no, I love burritos, especially from Belgium. <laughs> oh. This podcast is not sponsored by Belgium. No, Barbacoa. Darren's out barbacoa might be spot. I don't know how to ask for a burrito now. Was there any other ones? Sushi? Sushi, yeah, that was a yeah, big that, one. Yeah. I've had that a few times since then. Falafel? What's that? Oh, We've had falafel. Oh, the time. falafel fucking halloumi falafel wrap. That fucking halloumi's very rubbery. Yeah, it's kind of like... It's like chewing the fucking rubber off your runner on the sides. It's lovely, isn't it? Gorgeous. Salty. Salty cheese. <laughs> now I, I'd be able to educate a lot of people on food. That's what I do now. I'm like, you haven't tried fucking sushi, man? Where were you the last while? Now you can judge other people and look down your nose. The way out. I was judged. Yeah. Now you know how, how it feels being on top. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the top bunk now. <laughs> at the sleepover, I'm at the top bunk. 
eating ramen in the ramen bar on <laughs> South William Street. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> what have I become? Bring me back to fucking coke and noodles and <laughs> poxy fucking toasted cheese sandwiches. Did you have nice bed sheets? Did you have nice pillows when you were a kid? I used to have one pillow and it was about as thin as a fucking Weetabix. <laughs> and about as hard as it as well. So you'd have to fold it over. You'd have to double it over. You did not. With four pillows. A trough on the end of the bed. Lovely velvet sheets. A television down the end. And uh, then velvet sheets. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, where's the line here? I don't even know when we crossed velvet it. Velvet <laughs> sheets. Wooden wardrobes. Wooden floors. <laughs> you had wardrobes. Just a war- I, had a, I, w- I had a walk-in wardrobe <laughs> for all my gilets and track suits. No, I didn't have any of that. I had a single bed with Man United covers. Go on, Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you did you go up to Latin this week? No, I think you did. did didn't you go somewhere the weekend? No, no it's Thursday. Boxing, the boxing workout yesterday, weren't you? I was uh, <laughs> We had a meeting at half three. Yeah. Yesterday, and I was off doing something in town anyway, and the meeting was in Donnybrook. So, uh, Jer was in Dundrum, Jer records the videos and blah blah blah. And Jer was in Dundrum recording for Gary Cully, who was boxing on Saturday. Yeah, you'll know by this comes out whether he, whether he won or not. But <laughs> <laughs> he was recording for him, so I just said, Here, I'll just meet you, meet you there, and then we can just go into Donnybrook, like, and uh. Dundrum and Danny Brook at the open workouts. Some life, some life you led. Got two taxis. <laughs> <laughs> the leap card's gone in the bin. <laughs> and there was an open workout there, and I was kind of like uh, waiting for Jerry to kind of finish up. So I was like up on this balcony, like with loads of people like looking down, but you could also go down. And the wrestling ring was in the middle. <laughs> the wrestling ring. <laughs> They're all boxing, but like it was a wrestling ring. And Eddie Hearn was there and Ariel Hawani, um, Katie Taylor, Gary Cully, Thomas Carty, a few others. And I was talking to Thomas Carty and he said that he's going to box the head off you when he sees you. He'll do nothing. No, he said to me actually. What did he say? When am I coming on the podcast? Oh, you wanted to walk him out? Did you? Yeah. I was messaging you know him. he said to me? Goes, what did he say? Joe keeps texting me about walking me out. <laughs> Why are hassling him? I was on to him, yeah. Oh, like, he just asked him like... Well, I wanted a ticket to go to see the fight but like it would have been great to just... I wanted to walk him out as Fintan McCormick and not even say anything about it. I just wanted to walk behind him and like be... You know the way they move? No pictures like, you know what I mean? Hands uh, down, hands down, kind of like that. But like when, his you bodyguard. Right, when you put it into perspective, very serious event, very serious fight. Yeah. A lot on the line. <laughs> like, why are you there? Why wasn't it in Croker this time around? Oh, it just feels like it's a weird drop down, isn't it? Like from, you couldn't find the middle ground, find the backside, got the Fairview Park or something. You could do it in Fairview Park, like didn't, not Snow Patrol. Handbags and your glad rags, stereophonics, they done a gig in Fairview Park. You could have put the fight on in Fairview Park. That hasn't been done yet. In as a boxing court. event. Yeah. Has it? I don't know. Maybe in the 20s, like when yeah. the rings were in the middle of town centres. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, and we have Johnny, Johnny Red the Knuckles. are like stitched together. Brown fucking... They used to fight in slacks. Just rolled up slacks. Yeah. Moral of the story is, that wasn't my place. I didn't feel comfortable there. No. Why? Because you're not a boxer. I was just like, a lot of young fellas just saying, Yup, Katie Taylor. Yup, Darren. Did you say hey to Katie Taylor? I was waving at her. I was like, Katie... Okay. And she just didn't notice. Yeah. Didn't even. Yeah, man, Ariel, Ariel Hawani. Did you see him on Twitter? He's like using Irish phrases and everything. Like, 
Yeah. Calling like a house a gaff and all that, like in his tweets. He loves it. Loves he loves it. it. Yeah. I love when Americans come over here and have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Some about it makes me feel like, yes, we showed them a good time. We were real sound. Yeah. yeah. They like us. It's like when Matt Damon comes over and goes to Darky and goes... Yeah, and he's yeah. like, oh, they're a great bunch over there. I was down at the beach and I was having cans and like, yeah, yeah. You're not even a part of that, but you're like, that's brilliant. Yeah, it's fucking, <laughs> it's colony and we're, like, yeah. we're acting like it's we. Ali likes us. Who's the most famous person that ever came to Ireland? Like, Donald Trump. Is Donald Trump here now? Was he here last week? Don't know. He's pretty famous, isn't he? Joe Biden, of course, was here a couple of weeks ago. But I feel like Donald Trump is more famous than Joe Biden, even though Joe Biden is the current president of the USA. Yeah. He's not famous. So such thing as a famous politician. Can a politician be considered famous? Yeah. Yeah, famous is just being known by a lot of people. Notable. While we're on the topic of fame, I was asked earlier on in the week to go on to a daytime TV show to promote Shelbourne versus St. Pat's as one of Shelbourne's Inverted Who asked you to do, go ahead and do Darren Clearly from Go Loud because he's affiliated with Shelbourne. So he asked me, would I go on to this TV show as the Shelbourne celebrity representative? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. It'd be good, be good crack. But they turned around to Darren when he proposed me and said, he's not famous enough. <laughs> they said. <laughs> they said about me, he's not famous enough. I, I don't want to sound like kind of, oh, up my own arse or whatever. Like, but... It's it's a weird thing, isn't it? It's like, mm. what's the measurement of fame then? It's Instagram following. That's what they should have said. I don't know. Like, you'd love Maybe to say... you're yeah. just not famous enough, Joe. I'd say, here, look, <laughs> I have two RTE shows. I have a, a, a podcast. Still, you still can't get arrested in this town. I'm a radio show. You can't even get a spot on Virgin Media morning television. <laughs> it was, was evening on. television. I was on it before. <laughs> I was on a witch oh, before. Yeah, yeah. I was on it before. And now they're like, no, nah, mm, no, nah, he's not famous enough. Right, well there you go Episode 97 of the Starla Podcast Starla is a Go Loud original podcast Proudly sponsored by Five Lamps The beer from ah Hey I'm in a rush now to go and meet my friend And uh, oh, yeah, yeah. get him to try, try a point Did you text him at all about the form, the, the form? That you were going to print off? Uh, no, I didn't I'll surprise him with that so you show them the form and then you'll show them the website for physicdrinkaware.ie. Uh, thanks very much. Come here. If you want to ask us a question or get involved with the podcast, <laughs> will you send some questions or notes into Stala at goloudnow.com and sure we'll talk about it in the bonus episode, which yeah. comes out on Mondays. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk to you on Monday. I'll see you on Monday. I'll see you when I see it. I'll see you then. Best. with Darren and Joe, a Go Loud original podcast, proudly sponsored by Five Lamps. The beer from Ah Here. Try a local in your local. Get the facts, be drink aware. Visit drinkaware.ie.